Hello. Thanks for connecting to the teachings of Prophet Lovi Elias. May you be blessed by this teaching and may your life never be the same. To get the most value from this word, empty your heart and be ready to receive. If you have been impacted by this ministry and want to sow into it, please visit prophetlovi.com or revelationchurchla.org. Now here's our prophet, Dr. Lovi Elias. I want us to read Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. One, two, three. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Put your right hand on your head. Your right hand on your head. The right hand always represents the power of God. Amen. That is why the Bible says Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. It doesn't mean there are two thrones and Jesus is sitting on another. There's only one throne in heaven. The right hand represents power. Say, Father... Father, by your mighty hand, by your mighty hand, touch my mind, touch my mind, touch my soul, touch my soul, that I may understand, that I may understand your truth, your truth, that I may live, that I may live the life, the life that you have ordained for me, that you have ordained for me, the entrance of thy word, the entrance of thy word giveth light, giveth light, and gives understanding to the simple, and gives understanding to the simple. Lord, I want more understanding. Lord, I want more. Understand that I may walk with you, that I may walk with that you, I may know you, that I may know you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you may sit in heavenly places. Amen. 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 God is good. Amen. God I see Prophetess Sheila Morris is here. Please greet the prophetess for me. Please, woman of God, stand so you can give them the, the, the wave. The you know, <laughs> God is good. Prophet Reuben is here. Please clap, clap for Prophet Reuben. Amen. My, 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 my little Terran. Where's my baby? Can I see him? He's so big now. Why is he getting so big? Oh, my God. Wow. Heavy. <laughs> Strong like his dad. Light skin like his mama. <laughs> nice to see you guys too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is wonderful. The Lord is wonderful. The Lord is really good. So today I want to teach you about the ministry of angels. Amen, amen. I thought you would clap better. Uh, maybe, maybe we shouldn't. Okay. It's okay. Maybe you don't want this. Maybe it's the overflow, Papa. Maybe it belongs to the overflow of Canada or somewhere. The ministry of angels. Touch your neighbor, say the ministry of angels. The ministry of angels. Touch your neighbor, say walking with angels. Walking with angels. Touch your neighbor, shake them nicely. Shake them and tell them walking with angels. Walking with angels. I can't hear you. Walking with angels. I think you can do better than that. Walking with angels. Now. I'm going to debunk some things and I'm going to tell you some truths so that you can be where God wants you to be so that you can benefit of everything that God has for you. Amen. You see, the biggest uh, um, error in the church is that there are men who are trying to teach things that was not given to them to teach. And those who have been given to teach, many times people don't listen. And those who... Uh, um, are ministers of God, 
when they can't do something and they see somebody else do it, they demonize them. So it becomes very difficult to help people with what God has given you. You see, I can't teach you about evangelism because I'm the worst evangelist on earth. No, I'm being honest. You have to know what God has graced you with. I always say this and I say this with all honesty and all truth. I can't go on the street and win somebody. I don't know how to do that. I have to be honest with you. I, you, you can't have it all. <laughs> Look at your jealousy talking. <laughs> no, I read, there's a day I challenged myself. I said, this is back. I'll go and minister. When I got to them, I said, I'm going to win this. I said, how are you? I was just greeting you. <laughs> I froze. Because it is not my calling. So I can't teach you about going out to soul win. What I can teach you is, when God has anointed you, God has called you, and God's spirit is in you, when you know the message that God gave you to preach, it doesn't matter if you're in the wilderness, people will come to you. Amen. Is that making sense? I know that for a fact, because I am, for, for as much as you see me standing before people, I'm actually a very reserved person. Apostle has spent a lot of time with me, at home with my family, with, with, my, with my, you know, my family, the kids, uh, Auntie Tish, Masen, will make noise, but by nature, I disappear and I go and I'm by myself. They will be, where is he? Somewhere down there. I am not really somebody that spends time with people. I'm actually more shy than you think. But when I'm here, there is something else activated. So when I talk, you think this is who I am. This is not really it. I can't teach you about that. I can give you theories about it. But I can't tell you I went out and I want 20 people on the street. I don't know how to do that. I've never done that. I've had people walk to me. I'll be somewhere and God tells me something about somebody and I'll pray for them, minister to them and walk away. But I don't know how to evangelize per se. So if I am to teach evangelists about evangelizing, I will ruin them. Because I will teach them what I don't know. Now, if an evangelist comes to me and asks me, how can I incorporate the prophetic into my ministry? I can teach them that. Because that has been given to me. So in the same way, when it comes to lessons of the spirit that God has ordained in scripture, it is given to people based on their assignment. I don't care how much you study the Bible. If an assignment wasn't given to you, you will not know how to teach it. That's just how it is. You can't be a doctor, try to teach somebody how to, do, uh, uh, how to become a mechanic. You can't. You operate on bodies, they operate on cars. Two different things. Conceptually, it's the same, similar, but it's not the same thing. Now, I love this verse because this will open you up to things that God has destined for you, God has prepared for you, God has made available for you, and if you know how to use what God has made available for you, you succeed, Amen. and you succeed with ease. Amen. You see, oftentimes we struggle with things simply because... It was not given to us or we don't know how to use it. 
If it is given to you and you don't know how to use it, you will struggle. It will be difficult, obviously. You don't know how to do it. You will suffer from, uh, you, you will struggle. You have delays that are necessary. Now listen to what this says. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to serve? The word minister is serving. That's what ministering means. It means to serve. Are they not all serving spirits sent to serve those who will inherit or those who will be uh, owners or carriers of salvation? What does that mean? Anyone that God has anointed to save souls, they are ministering spirits ready to work with you to make the work easy. Amen. Ah. I'm going to give you first-hand accounts before we go deep into scripture. Let me give you an example. How many people are immigrants here? You travel from another country to be here. Wave your hand. So you will relate to me the best. One day, this is in 2007, when my brother Christian went to be with the Lord, we were traveling and touring the world. And many, of, many people think that we started doing this prophetic thing yesterday. No, I've been a prophet since I can remember. You know, it's just God didn't give me the time for me to go out and preach. But the things I'm doing now, majority of them, I've always done them. I, I was at the airport and I don't remember what city we were in. And there were, you know, you go through immigration, whatever. And I don't know how it was that my visa was expired and my brother's visa wasn't so what they were going to do was put me on my on a flight send me back you just traveled over 24 hours they put you on a flight to go back so the immigration officer was like no man how uh, christian went through they took my he took my passport he said wait here and he walked that way while he's walking this way i said lord you told me to come here. What is going on? While he's walking this way, I saw another man walking from the left side with my passport. He said, get it, go left. Your flight is on the other side. Get on and go. Hallelujah. I don't know if they caught it. I don't know if they caught it. You, you didn't get it. You didn't hear what I said. If you're an immigrant, you know what I'm talking about. Ah, it's a deep thing. I'm literally standing like this. This, this, this is, even Christian was shocked when, he, when I found him in the plane. <laughs> he was shocked. He was like, hey. Because <laughs> I am here. Not even 30 seconds. The guy grabs my passport. He says, wait here. He walks this way. In my heart, I just start praying. I see a man with a nice stash look country looking nice belly he walks up and he has my passport coming from the other side this one is still walking i can see him walking this guy is coming and saying here's your passport get in go left go right your plane is there your terminal is there go <laughs> i sat down and i knew who this man was because the moment he gave me told me go hurry up hurry up and go 
He told me the directions to my gate. I don't even have my, what is it called? The boarding pass. I get to that place there. I see them calling. Lovey, 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 lovey. Oh, oh, he, oh, here, go, go. I enter the flight. I'm taking off. I still can't believe. <laughs> Christian is looking at me. He's like, hey. <laughs> but this is the nature. This is the nature of angels when they have been assigned to you. Amen. You will Hallelujah. wake up and you get a phone call. I receive. And they will say, your interview was so good, we want to hire I you. Receive. But you will ask yourself, when did I have this interview? When did I apply for this? You, the angel just took your form, went in there. I receive. Sit, sit for two seconds. Sit, sit for two seconds. I have stories for ages. One time, Andrew was probably four years old. I'm in the car with his mom. We are driving and Andrew is in the back. We are driving. Our, our tire blows up. I'm like in the middle, I'm like, Jesus, what, what kind of wahala is this again? <laughs> All of a sudden, while it's going, when, while I'm thinking of this, this guy shows up with a pickup truck. He says, oh, no problem. He has the exact right tire, changes it. He pulls out like this, he disappears. <laughs> I'm not saying he drove away. He, he does all this, gets in his car, turns like this. The car is gone. I have stories forever. It never ends. These are just physical manifestations. Physical manifestations. They are ministering spirits, but you don't, you see, what you don't know cannot be of benefit to you. You see, many of you angels help you accidentally. It is like last resort and God just says, okay, do something. But in nature, you are supposed to walk with them. What does it mean Amen. to walk with God? You are not going ahead of them. You are not behind them. You are moving hand by hand, step by step. My prophetic ministry is strong, is unique because of angelic assistance. Amen. Amen. There is a place, you see, the Holy Spirit is God. And when we say the Lord is ministering to me, it is indeed God is ministering to me. But I know when this is what angels will do. And I know what God will do. I know the difference of their voices. I know the difference of their manifestations. So when God wants to do certain things, I can discern it by the spirit. God will even tell me, look at where that angel is. Do this and do that. And then I will hearken to him and he will tell me what to do. You see, Daniel was a prophet. God visits Daniel during his fast. And God shows Daniel 
visions of things to come. And Daniel could not understand what God said. When Daniel could not understand, Daniel prayed, Father, I don't understand anything you said. God immediately sends Gabriel, an angel, to come and explain to him what God had shown him. What does that mean? It means that you can hear from God and completely misunderstand him. You can completely miss everything God said. There are things that it doesn't matter how much God wants to relate. He can't. He needs another created servant to send to you that can reason on your level because God is just God. That's good. So God sends an angel. The Holy Spirit is speaking to Daniel. Daniel can't understand. Daniel is confused. God says, okay, Gabriel, go talk to him. So Gabriel sits down. Gabriel comes like a man, tells him, Daniel, most esteemed servant, explains to him everything. You see, my understanding of scripture, I'm telling you something without saying it. My understanding of scripture is not because I am the most studied. It is because I am helped to understand what God has given me to teach. Hallelujah. That is why I can teach something different every single day and never run out of anything to teach. I don't recycle messages, not because it is bad. It is because I have supernatural aid and assistance even in preaching what God has for me to speak. Now, the church is afraid of anything that is not the Holy Spirit. The church is afraid of anything that is not Jesus. I don't think we should be afraid. We should be cautious. But if God says it, then I believe it. Amen. Amen. If God says there are angels that will minister to me, just ask yourself this question. Why do people believe so much in demons? Mm-hmm. Even people who are claiming to be prophets that see, they just talk about it. I just saw a demon. I just, I just see darkness everywhere. You know, just bad vibes. Like, why don't you ever see angels? Amen. Why don't angels ever minister to you? Why is it that you always see dark, bad, 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 bad? Right. Why are you always fighting warfare, warfare, warfare? Do you realize? Let me show you how powerful angels are that many of you don't realize. There are kinds of angels that are not even mentioned in scripture. Yes. The most wings you know in scripture is six, but there's some that even more than that. There are things that haven't even been revealed to us. There are things we know. There are things we don't. I have seen things in heaven that I don't even have words to explain. Do you realize on the last day, do you know how everybody thinks that there will be a big war? Yes, there will be conflict on earth. But one angel will come from heaven. One, not two, not three, not four. One will come with a chain and tie the devil like a dog. And drag him to hell. One person. One. It won't be a fight. Hey, whoosh, whoosh. Tie him one. 
Not two, not three, one. One guy. Right now he's just doing push-ups. <laughs> I'm joking. So there's a few things that are blocking you from experiencing the company of angels. Which if you look throughout scripture, the men of God that God had called, appointed and called, they all enjoyed. Elijah walked with angels. Moses walked with angels. Elisha walked with angels. Jeremiah interacted with angels. Joshua walked with angels. They, they, they destroyed Jericho because of one angel. One. One angel gave them instruction and they took over a city. One. So if you look at throughout scripture, you look at even the apostles, the, the Pauls, the Peter, they all, in fact, that's what they are telling you in Hebrews. Paul is telling you, don't you know they are all ministering spirits sent to minister to you? Peter is arrested, jailbreak, an angel breaks him out. Yes. He breaks him out, he gets to the house, he knocks the door. The young lady comes and says, oh, uh, Peter is at the door. She goes back and says, guys, Peter is here. They say, no, 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 that's Peter's angel. These guys were so used to angelic ministry that they knew. So good, that's good. I receive. I have had people from other states message me. They say, Papa Lo, I was walking on the street and I met with you. You prayed for me. I'm, in my mind, I'm like, mm, we thank God. But I know it's not me. Sometimes you dream, you say, oh, uh, uh, Papa Lo, you came to me. And you, no, 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 that wasn't me. It's just a minister's ring spirit. He knows that if you see that face, you will associate it with God. Amen. If you see a face you don't know, you will think it's weird. Amen. So there are things that angels do in order to carry out the purpose of God. And this is what I want to bring you to. Is, is this okay? Yes. I don't know if I should start with what blocks you and then what can unblock you. Or I don't even know what direction to go. Let's start with this. They lied to you when they told you you all have angels. Wow. Salai. Wow. Go there. Teach, teach us. Okay, let's close service. <laughs> Maybe this is for overflow. Ready. Overflow, are you there? <laughs> you know, I think you guys watch too much Tom and Jerry. Overflow, are you there? They are not waving their hands. Okay, there we go. We bless Jesus. Are, are you listening? If I don't tell you the truth, then you can't enter into truth. I can even prove it to you through Jesus' own ministry. The Lord Jesus did not have angels until he was 30 years old. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4 from verse 10. Matthew chapter 4 from verse 10. I'm just trying to help you because if I don't tell you the truth, then you don't know how to position yourself. Amen. If you know the truth, you position yourself. Amen. If you are a believer, you have the Holy Ghost. It doesn't mean you have angels. Nah, it's a lie. It's good. Angels can come in and out to help you, but you don't have angels with you. It's a lie. There is an atmosphere that you need to create that angelic spirits 
the holy ones that come from heaven to walk with you. If you don't have that, it is not happening. I'm sorry. Then Jesus said unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Verse 11. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. It was the first time that the ministry of angels met the ministry of Jesus. Wow. And this is why when Jesus left the wilderness, he says, and Jesus left the wilderness in the power of the spirit. After that, Jesus started doing miracles, deliverances, crazy things, because it was not just the Holy Spirit that was on him. It was the angelic ministry that was opened to him. Teaching so good. Okay, I'm done. Teaching good. I should have said this for prophetic school. They would have loved it more. I, I don't know if you can hear me. Yes, we hear you. Before that, you just hear angels celebrating Jesus when he's born. After that, you just see him growing up. It says, and the boy, Jesus, grew in wisdom and stature. You don't hear visions. You don't hear anything. You just hear him studying, going to the temple, loving God, walking. The moment he meets John... He receives the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit leads him to the wilderness. He doesn't say angels were with him. The Holy Spirit leads him into the wilderness. When he gets into the wilderness, the devil actually tempts him. Using angelic ministry. Whatever the devil uses to test you with, it means it is important. So the devil looks at him and tells him, I want you to listen to me. The devil looks at him and tells him, he takes him to a high point. He tells him, jump. Is it not written? And this I think it was Psalms 91 or something. He was telling, is it not written that he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways? Jump. Let's see if they will come. It means they were not there. Teacher, so good. Teacher, good. I, I feel like I'm in the wrong church. I feel like I'm... Are you sure you're here? Yes. If the devil knows it is important for Jesus to have angels and he's testing him so that he can make a mistake and fall and die because angels are not there, then he tells him, he tells him, Jump, let's see if they will come. Jesus looked at him and told him, you will not tempt the Lord your God. Notice he made it about God. He didn't make it about angels. He said, you want me to tempt God? What if you want me to just test God to prove to you? I know these guys are not here right now. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of you have messed yourself up. You went to pray for people. You went to lay hands on people. You went to try cast out demons without being sent, without knowing who is with you. Amen. Come on. This is the most dangerous thing you could ever do. Because when it comes to demons, if angels are not with you, you are in big trouble because you can't fight them. There is a realm that the Holy Spirit helps you. But if you look even in heaven, 
the devil is sinning against God. He sins against God. Michael comes up and with his army, they beat them and kick them out of heaven. The Holy Spirit didn't push them out. The Holy Spirit can very well do that. But you have to understand, there are things that are too small for God. God to come and fight Satan. Come on. Did you understand how that just looks? Oh, God just came. Let's go. (laughs) Father, protect me. Jesus comes. Where is he? You ask God for protection, God is a... They are ministering spirits that their duty is that if you need security, you are given a security detail. Amen. Amen. I declare angelic protection over you in the name of Jesus. Uh, sit, Sit down for two seconds. Now, now, I only have about 30 minutes to finish this, you know. And I'm trying to go through this as quickly as I can. These are errors that you go assuming you have something that you don't. Then you wonder why your battles don't end, your fights don't end. The Holy Spirit is keeping you, but he's saying, why did you step out? Why did you go where I didn't send you? Even Jesus, our precious Lord, who was God in the flesh, the God-man, waited. He waited. He waited for that door to be opened. So the number one lie you are told, error, is every one of you were born with an angel. Lie. If this was true, then all the children that died in the time of Moses would have never died because the angels would have told their parents to escape. In the time of Jesus, when the babies were born, under two years old, they were slain. It is only Jesus, the angel that was sent to the mother, was the same angel that went to the father and said, guys, get out of town now. Until because they are looking to kill this boy. Escape. At a later time, you will be told when to come back. But for now, go. So you see, the angel is not even interacting with baby Jesus. He's interacting with the guardians to give them direction. This is too rich. Oh, good. This is too rich. Are, Are you sure you're listening to me? Yes. Gabriel was sent to Mary first to tell her she's pregnant. And then also confirming to Joseph that your wife didn't cheat on you. The Lord did it. Please don't try this at home. (laughs) The Lord did it. (laughs) The Lord did it. Okay? Amen. But the same Gabriel also went to Elizabeth before even Mary. And met Elizabeth's husband, the high priest of God, and told him, listen, your wife will have John. Notice, Gabriel is not permanent with any of them. Gabriel just came to talk to them and left. Are you sure you can hear me? Yes, yes. 
Are you sure you can hear me? Just came and spoke to them, interacted with them, gave them instruction, gave them direction, and left. The same Gabriel ministered to Daniel and other people in the Old Testament, and some even in the New Testament. But he wasn't permanent with anybody. No. Because this, Gabriel is among uh, um, the seven chief angels, or what you call archangel. But technically their name is not archangel, because archangel just means chief angels, but that's not really their title. They are princes of heaven. When Gabriel came to uh, um, Daniel, and Daniel looked at him and they spoke, he said, listen, I was sent to you 21 days ago. I couldn't come because the prince of the power of the air resisted me. I was in a fight that this spirit resisted me. I couldn't really break through. He said, but your prince, Michael, I called him and he came to help me. Now I have come to give you this message. Now I'm going to go back and help him to finish this. So even imagine Gabriel can be resisted. It's not that he was like he couldn't, they they held him hostage. It was a big fight for him because he was just himself. Then Michael, who is the weapon of God, I call him the weapon of God, the weapon of mass destruction. He showed up, he went through and he said, I'm going back to help him to finish this thing. That is why you see the Persian kingdom fell because the spirits that were helping them also fell. I feel like I'm talking to the... Are you sure you're here? What I am telling you is not me. Go open your scriptures. You will see it. It's not anything I'm making up. So, you notice the lion that was in the lion's den with Daniel. Is not Gabriel that came to talk to him. When he was thrown in the lion's den, there was a lion that there was an angel that was in the garden and that was in the in the den of lions that shut the, the lion's mouth. That the lion could not do anything to Daniel. They actually hung out. He was petting them. Meow. Nice kitty. Simply because there was an angel in there that made them come. That was the prophetic angel that walked with Daniel. But when he needed direction from God, the angel that he was walking with was not deep enough into the mysteries of God that one, another one that is higher than him had to come from heaven and explain to him things. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. I'm trying to open your eyes why you need angelic ministry. Listen, you don't want it, you need it. Yes. Amen. Need it, we need it. Let's 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 read some verses quickly. You're doing good, sir. So let me clear the myths before we go into scriptures, right? And I open your eyes on some stuff. Number one, hear me carefully. Number one. You are lied to. We don't all have angels. It's a lie. There are specific people through God's sovereign grace when they are born, 
the, because of the dynamic and the importance of their life in saving other lives, their angels are stationed, but they will be activated to them at a certain point. In the meantime, they will make sure that the child grows safe, but it doesn't mean that the child will grow interacting with them in that way. Until at a certain point, the ministry of that man or woman will be opened, then that angel will make himself known. I'll give you an example. There was a man called a mighty prophet. The, listen, other than me. Amen. 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 <laughs> this is not pride. I'm just telling you honestly. I don't put my, my father or my fathers in this category. Those are people in another lane. In America, in the land of America, this land, I am sorry, there's only been two prophets I know. And they have not been alive in my lifetime. Two that I know for sure. These guys were prophets. Not they were prophetic. Born prophets. Two people. One of them is a powerful woman that you don't, you know about Catherine Kuhlman, but I'll tell you this. Mama Catherine was powerful, but Mama Catherine is a child compared to who I'm telling you. Baby. She can sit her down and teach her. This woman was called Maria Woodward Etta. You need to know who she is. This woman, listen, this was a true, not prophetic born a prophet this woman this woman was too dangerous too much too much too much too much another prophet i know by birth i'm not saying they're not there i'm just saying what i know so don't say he said <laughs> another one that i know for a fact he was very misunderstood but also for himself he did not know how to teach certain things in his time. The revelation was for another age. It was not for his time. And the people who followed him are the ones that ruined his ministry when he died. When he died, people who followed him are the ones that messed up his ministry. This man was called Prophet William Branham. William Branham was a real, listen, real prophet. You know, true prophets were not, did not come from a church upbringing. It's very rare. This was a country boy, didn't know anything about any, nothing. And one day he's going to the well to get water. He's by this tree that is passing. He sees a whirlwind in the tree. And a voice speaks to, to him from the tree. You are born for this reason, that reason. At an appointed time, I will come back to you and you will start your work. Stay away from alcohol, stay away from this, stay away from this, stay away from this. You will not eat this, you will not eat this. At a later time, I will come back. If you look at Prophet William Branham's ministry, and you look at what we are doing now, And every time now, the difference was also, you see the growth of the church because you see Prophet William Branham could not prophesy without his angel being there. 
He will say it in the videos. He will sit there and say, I am waiting for the angel to speak to me because if he doesn't talk to me, I'm just like you. Yeah. Then all of a sudden we'll say, okay, he's here. And then he'll say, woman, your name is this. You come from this. This is your problem. You have a tumor here. Somebody died. You were lied to. He will be so deep. And then when the angel stops speaking, he will also stop speaking. He operated in the angelic ministry. When Marilyn Monroe died, he had prophesied how she was going to die, when she was going to die, how she was going, how they were going to find her, how they are going to say it is this, but this is what exactly will kill her. He knew exactly. He even tried to get in touch to save her, but it never happened. So this is not, I'm telling you about this country. I'm also American now, but I'm just telling you, in this land, the ones I know, not people who are prophets, because prophets are different. We have different kinds of prophets. We have born prophets. We have prophets by, by uh, uh, gifting. You know, we have prophets by the laying of hands, by the gift of the spirit. And there are those who just came like that. It is different. Do you even, how many people know about, uh, do you guys know how Abraham Lincoln was born? How many people know how Lincoln was born? America, you should know your story of your presidents. When Abraham Lincoln, no, this I'm telling you is in the library and Congress. Go and see it. This is a real story. Abraham Lincoln's mother was pregnant. And there was no midwife in their town at the time the mother went into labor because she went into labor a little sooner than she should have. The mother and father prayed, God help us, we don't know what to do. A woman came and knocked the door. She said, I'm a midwife. I was told to come and help you guys. So they were wondering, who is this? Where did this? So, but they didn't care. She was there until Abraham was born and said, this boy is going to do great things for this country. And just like casual talk, when she walked out the door like this, she disappeared. The man was an offering from God from the time he was born. The birth of your own nation, some of the most important people. Go to the Library of Congress, see the vision of George Washington. You will cry. You will see everything he said is happening now. This is in the Library of Congress. I don't, I'm not trying to be political, but what I'm trying to tell you that these are real things. So you are deceived. And because you are deceived, you are walking with an assumption, not with a fact. Oh, that's good, Papa. Good. Number one, I hope you have that. Let's go to the second thing. I'll go quickly. So first you are lied to. You lied to. If you don't get rid of the lie, you don't get deliverance. Amen. Psalms 91 verse 11. Psalms 91, 11. No, actually, that's the wrong one. Psalms 34, 7. Sorry, Psalms 34, 7. Actually, no, let, let's start. Let's, uh, before we read that, go back, to, go back to 9, 11. Thank you, Lord, for correcting me. 9, 11. Let's go back to Psalms 91, 11. For he shall give his angels charge over thee. He shall. He has not. Future tense. Oh, that's good. That's so good. You see how quickly it is when you are with them, they correct you. No, no, no. Go back, tell them this. 
he shall not he has so every one of you or maybe 99% of you you are on the shall it is something that god wants to do but it hasn't happened how do you know you have angelic assistance listen to this for he shall give his angels charge over the do you know what it means to take charge of you it means you are no longer running the show there are other people that are controlling the show for you amen amen they are in charge not you yeah they are in charge to keep thee in all not some all listen all 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 not some things no maybe this maybe that all means what all do you realize jesus never did anything without spiritual influence if he's not directed he's not doing it and it's not because you're saying i'm going to wait he already had that portion so it was easy for him to navigate that is why in 3 years he he delivered the whole world 3 years some people say i've been in ministry for 52 years who have you saved no impact there is no impact no impact at all the calling may be true but you never entered into this place because there is a way when angels are with you you will not make bad mistakes you will not waste time you will not be in limitations amen. because their job is to navigate the boat for you amen let me give you an example this i know has happened to many of you once in a while where god would just nudge you left because you are not listening you are about to go somewhere and then you just don't go and then something tragic happened you say you know something told me but it is not because you had a voice saying don't go you just there was a strong pull that you recognized that it was not you that you say something told me the reason why it is still something is because you are disconnected from that realm Verse 12 look at this Verse 12 They shall they will not they are they shall bear thee up in their hands it means you will no longer use your strength You are struggling because your strength is not enough Their duty is to put you in their hands is for them to hold their hands to your hands that when you do something small it is not really small it has a greater effect greater impact because there is more people doing it amen 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 more amen are you sure you can hear me yes. 
and listen, they will bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot, foot against a stone. Notice, their job is to assist you so that you don't stumble. You make bad decisions. You are struggling in being fruitful because you got no help, yet help is available. But this will change today. Amen. Amen. I think this is for those who are clapping. See. So the goal is to enter into that place. Psalms 34 verse 7. Are you enjoying this? Yes. Yes. Tremendously. Trust me, this is like the elementary angelic studies you need. As a Christian, this is the, one of the first things you should have learned when you gave your life to Christ. Can I be honest with you? It is virtually impossible for me to fail. There is nothing I will ever do in life that will fail. It's impossible. Man, I'm saved. No, 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 I'm being, listen to me. I'm, I'm not bragging, I'm telling you the truth. Whether you think I'm bragging, it's also on you. I know this for a fact. I don't need to cheat anybody. I don't need to lie to anybody. I know anything I decide to do, I will always climb to the top because I know how this system works. Amen. Are, you, are you listening to what I'm saying? When you know certain things, things change. And it should be the same for you. Jesus never failed. This is what happens when you have angels, right? Even Samson, his failing was actually a setup. He still succeeded in his mission. Listen to this. This is another thing that you are lied to. Because you are a Christian, you have angels. First they said you are born with an angel. Then they told you because you are a Christian, you have what? Angels. Lie. That's why you keep pleading the blood. Some people are really offended. I'm sorry to bust your bubble. I'm just trying to help you. I know there's a lot of you. I feel angels. I see angels. I'm trying to make it for real now. So it's not la la lulu. Ha ha. For real. When you came to Jesus, now you are protected. Mm. Spiritually, your spirit is in God's hands. If physically you die, you are a highway to heaven. Your spirit directly. Nobody can hold your spirit back. You are not going to hell. Hell is no longer your home. This is true. But physically, physically, you may get into attacks and into battles that was not necessary for you to get into. But not because God has no ability to protect you. It's just you don't know how God protects people. Teaching. Listen to this. Even if you are a believer, you don't have this. Angels will never be around you. Listen to this. The angel of the Lord encompassed around about them that what fear him 
If you don't have one of the spirits of God that is called the fear of the Lord, no angel will ever be around you. Wow. That's so good. I am not talking about sins. Jesus is our righteousness. We will all stumble once in a while. By God's grace, he picks us up and we stand. The fear of the Lord is a different thing than sinning. The fear of the Lord is the reverence of God, the awareness of God, to be conscious of God at every turn. It makes angels attracted to you because you are living the way they live. Deep calleth unto the deep. Amen. When they see you living like them, you attract them. Then they want to be around you. They want to dwell around you because that environment you have created is similar to their heavenly environment where people have the reverence of God, the fear of God, the awareness of God consistently where people don't want to offend God they want to please God at every turn fasting doesn't bring angels to you if you look at the prophets whether it's Elisha or any of these guys when you look at them you realize something very profound. Their awareness of God was different. You see, David was not a born prophet. David was a prophet by impartation from Samuel. Just like Saul was a prophet by impartation from, uh, from Samuel. That is why both of them could prophesy, but they were not born prophesying. That is why God told Samuel, I have found, not I have a man. I found somebody else. Meaning God looked in the land and said, okay, uh, many are called, few are what chosen. He said, I called this guy, but now I think he's the one that I can use. Because you don't hear God glorifying the lifestyle of David. God just said, I found another man. Go and anoint him king. But when he came to uh, 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 um, Noah, Noah was the most righteous. So and so was the most righteous in his day. There was no title like that for, Daniel, uh, for, for David. Zero. God just looked through the land and said, okay, I can use this guy. I have found myself another guy. He was a prophet by impartation. He was a great man. Great man indeed. When God chooses you, you become something else. David is our father. It just shows you the sovereignty of God that David in all his eras, he still is the lineage that our Lord Jesus comes from. But if you're talking about righteousness, purity and stuff, yeah, he's not even mentioned. He's not even in that category. You know you're bad when you're spying on your, on your friend's wife taking a shower. It's in the Bible. Is it not true? One day he he, he claims he was just walking. (laughs) David, you are in the palace. How did you end up there? 
but it shows you God's sovereign mercy and love. Amen. That God is just good. So, so, <laughs> so, so listen to this and try to capture this the best way. You notice that David's trouble kept him aware of God. Samuel's calling, his place in Christ, maintained his awareness of God. The fear of God, like the Lord Jesus walked with the fear of his father, it doesn't mean all terror. It doesn't mean that, even though there's a little bit of that in there too. But the Lord Jesus never did anything without consulting his father, knowing his father's mind. Am I doing my father's will? Am I am, am about Amen. my father's business? Everything was about his father. That is what creates the environment. Because, And I will tell you why it creates that environment. We don't have much time, but I'm going to give you this, and this is going to help you. Amen. Psalms, Psalms 103. Psalms 103 from verse 20. The answer of what I'm telling you is going to show up now. Hallelujah. Psalms 103 from verse 20. Listen to this. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength. It means that angels' strength also increase. If your assignment, you have been faithful to God, the angels that are with you will be increased and in return they increase you. Amen. This is in your Bible. I didn't make this up. If I made it up, don't listen to me. You're teaching about I, am giving, I can teach you about angels without using a single scripture. But I want you to have the assurance that it is not just me talking. Because to be honest with you, in scripture, there's a lot of things that are not there. They are hidden by God for a reason. The Bible says, I desire that you all prophesy. Does the Bible teach you how to prophesy? Go and heal the sick. How do you heal the sick? It doesn't tell you. It is a hidden mystery. Are, are you listening to me? Yes. Capture this. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength. Why do you need to have a consistent reverence and awareness of God? The answer is here. That do his commandments. Angels do. Not they will. They do it. How do they do his commandment? Hearkening unto the voice of his word. Jesus is the word. John the Baptist said, I am the what? Voice. The Bible says that he that speaketh, let him speak as an oracle of God. So angels are waiting to do God's will by listening to you. So good. Some people miss it. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? Yes. Did, 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 you, did, did, did you guys catch it? Yes. Overflow, are you there? I, I, I will repeat it. Maybe I was talking too fast. I will speak slow. Overflow, let me see your hands if you can hear me. Amen. Yeah, that looks like a ride. Whee! <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> Let me break it down for you slow again. Slow again. Declaring the word of God doesn't make angels do nothing. Teachers. The reason why Jesus said it like this, he says, for every idle word that a man has spoken, mm. you will answer for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't say for the sins you spoke. Yes. Idle. Good, huh? For every idle word that a man speaketh, yeah. you shall bear account for it. Whoa. What if I'm just having a casual conversation, not saying anything? Jesus said this. Listen. For every idle word, you will be accountable for it. He said, you have to tell me why did you say that nonsense? Why are you just speaking nothingness? Jesus said it like this. He says, let your answers be simple. Yes. Or no. Anything more than that is of the devil. Uh, it's better you say no than you make it happen. Then you say yes and you don't make it happen. This is Jesus' language. He's saying anything in between of the devil. Why is Jesus saying this? Let's read it again. The angels excel in strength because they have to hearken and they have to do his command. They have to do it. Not they will do it, not you have to pray about it. They have to do. And the reason why they have to do is because they are hearkening. Do you know what it means to hearken? You know God says, hearken to my voice. Do you know what it means to hearken? Their ears are to your mouth. The moment you start speaking, angels are listening. The moment you're... They don't want to miss anything. But imagine when they want to listen to you. Or he's about to say something, they listen. Cheeseburger. (laughs) They see you in some kind of trouble. They are waiting for the... Remember I told you God's technologies. Voice command. Yes, yes. They are waiting for your voice command. What you will say. They are waiting for what you will say. You will say. And when they hearken to you. Okay, these demons are here. Tell us what to do. We can smack them. We can smash them. We can throw them. We We are waiting on you. When you see... Oh, Father, woe is me. We are, can he see us? Can she see us? Or why are they more aware of them than they are of? This is too rich. So good. This For is those rich. who are with us are more. Lord. Yes. You're helping the nation's prophet. So they are confused. So, let me tell you, some, some of your angels, are, uh, they went to, to visit some other people. 
can I tell you a, a secret of, of the angelic realm? Can I share this? Please, please. Is it okay for me to share this? Yes, please. Whenever I go to a new place, whenever I go to a new place, whenever I go to a new place, I know when my angels have gone to see what is around. I know. Because I won't feel their presence, I don't know. But they're like, it's like an instant they're back. I will know when they're not there, they will roam around. And sometimes when they come back, they will come back with other angels with them from the area. No, this is true. I'm being honest with you. These are things no one has told you because you haven't met people who walk in this. And those who walk in this, they won't tell you either. They will come and hang out. They will tell you things about the place. They will give you a revelation about the area. They will pass the message of God to you that they were given for that area. And you listen to them. They will spend time. Even at service, they will come and help the other angels. And when you leave, they say bye also. They remain with their assignment and you leave. There is a time. I have gone to places. God is my witness. I have gone to places. Walked into the place. These angels come. They work with my angels. We do the work of the Lord. And when they we leave, they follow me. Yeah, because they are not they are idle there. They leave, they follow. If they have not been been stationed there, like you have to be here, man, they follow. Ah. And if you are a loving person that fears God, they love you even more. They, they fall in love with you even more. Because they have personalities just like you and me. They are not. It is not like that. They have personality. They talk. They, you see Gabriel showing emotions. John the Baptist that says, so how will I know that this will come to pass? He's like, do you know who I am? I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of listen man you're not going to talk until this baby is born he shut his mouth emotional just imagine angels can rejoice it means they have emotion they can also be grieved like oh man Sometimes your biggest mistake, and I'm waiting for Mike. Your greatest error is you have been misinformed. And because you have been misinformed, you have mispositioned yourself. If you position yourself correctly, then what God has for you will also come to you yes. easily. It will, not be, uh, it will not be difficult. The Bible says, seek and you will find, yes. ask and you shall receive, knock the door and it shall be open. But you cannot seek what you don't know. What are you trying to find? What door are you knocking? So if you don't know these things, it affects your work with Jesus. Listen to what the Lord did. The Lord Jesus 
when he was going to the cross, he said, don't you know that I can ask for 12 legion of angels? He even knew how to ask for more angels. The son of God is saying, don't you know I can ask? A legion is like uh, three to 5,000 angels of three to 5,000 soldiers. Jesus is saying 12 legions. That's overkill, man. Overkill. If you ever encounter an angel, I am telling you, listen, I am telling you as the Lord lives. You can't see an angel, meet an angel, and you remain the same. Impossible. I have sat in their presence. I know their voices. I've spoken to them face to face like this. I know what I'm telling you. No one can encounter these beings of light that come from the presence of God and you remain the same. But this is your heritage. This is your inheritance because they are ministering spirits that serve God's purpose. You and Christ are one. What Christ has, you also have. It means they also belong to you. Amen. 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 But if you don't know, you don't know. Or if you think you know, you also remain in the dark. Deliverance is easy for me because of angelic assistance. Miracles are easy for me because of angelic assistance. Prophecy is not even anything anymore because of angelic assistance. To be honest with you, I have probably shown what God has graced me to do. Maybe 2%. Maybe 2%. Maybe 2%. Because there are other things if we do, they will call us wizards, witches, and it will not necessarily save souls. Because if it's not going to contribute, I'm not here to show how powerful I am. It means nothing. We are here to glorify Jesus. That's it. So there is a maturity aspect of walking with God. Here are the simple changes you need to make. I'm going to make them clear even though uh, I didn't point them out like that, but I'm going to make it clear for you. So that you can put yourself, not just, oh, I saw an angel, it means nothing. It's like saying, I saw the president. So what? Did he talk to you? Do you have his number? Can you call him if you need him? I just see angels. So what? I remember when I was in uh, my dad's church. And he was not in the country at that, on that day. And I was teaching. And all of a sudden... God opened my eyes. There are times you open your eyes yourself. And there are times I open my own eyes. And there are times that God will make you see a vision whether you like it or not. And I was preaching and in the middle of the preaching, my eyes were just open. Pop, and I saw heaven, like literally, I saw heaven. I saw heaven. And I saw a ladder. You know when people hear a ladder, they think it is like the ones we climb 
to put Christmas ornaments. <laughs> it looks like a stairway, ancient but glorious. It's not like anything that, it is so solid, but it's like, it is strange to explain this thing. But at the same time, it's made of light. And I saw angelic beings descending into the service. And they were coming down and they were coming down. And I shook, I froze. I, it was like I'd seen a ghost for the, you know, usually when I see visions, I am aware that I'm seeing visions and I'm aware of being here. This one, I was caught up. I froze. I was still. And while I'm beholding this vision, I saw them coming down and I asked the angel of the Lord that I w- was standing next to me, what am I seeing? He told me, this is the sulam. This is the, laid- the ladder that Jacob beheld. The Lord told me things about my own life that day. Of things that were going to come, the next phase of the ministry, and this and this and this. And I watched this in shock and awe. By the time the vision closed, everyone on the church was on their face. Everyone had passed out on the ground crying. Everyone was down. Everyone. Not some people. Everyone was down. Everyone. Then I realized that what I was seeing was not just a vision. It was actually happening in the room. For you... It should be so easy. I remember, where's Andrew? Andrew, come, come, come sit, come quick. I remember one day, I, this one is funny. I am at home. <laughs> That's why I can never have a daughter. That would be too much. <laughs> if God gives me a daughter, he sent me to jail. <laughs> ah, it would be too difficult for me. One day I am at home, dropped off Andrew to school. This is years ago. <laughs> I am in, in the room, and one of my angels comes and tells me, you need to go to uh, Andrew's school now. I said, why? He said, he's misbehaving. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> said, yes, he's is." This other kid is not a good influence for him. This is what he did today. I said, should I really go? I said, oh, when you pick him up, have a talk with him. So I pick up Andrew. <laughs> what happened today? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> why were you playing with this kid? And why were you doing this? Why were you doing Do you forget your father is a prophet? Because I'm just daddy to you. Snitched on him big time. He knows. Him himself, you know. There was another time, much more recently. (laughs) I came down and I sat with him. I told him, sir, you think you're really sneaky, right? You forget that I have eyes to see. Oh, dad, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. 
it becomes beautiful that hidden things and there are things that I will be not because I'm supposed to monitor and because of his calling, right? There are things that he will indulge in in his growth. It is part of growing up. I just like as being a kid. It's not a big deal. Amen. But if it is going to mess with destiny, they will not let me let it go. So, yeah. in a world of full of technology and deception and this and this and this, we need a little extra help. Amen. Let me go through this very quickly because today's communion Sunday. The first thing is this. When the Bible says grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Can we all say it together? Grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Don't you notice he's not saying God's grace. Remember, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God be with us. It means that they are inseparable, right? But here, somebody is saying grace and mercy will follow me. You didn't hear that. Following you. These are spirits. These are angels. Amen. Amen. Wherever you go, grace and mercy is following you. Amen. Amen. Do you get it? There is the mercy of God, God being merciful, an act of mercy, an act of grace. But when he's saying grace and mercy shall follow me, he's talking about angels. The ministry of grace is the ministry of angels. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. The first thing that you need to do in order to walk in the angelic realm, start being aware consciously that God has made angels available for you. Hallelujah. So start walking like somebody that has that knowing. Wow, God loves me. Sometimes even talk to yourself. Encourage your inner man. Lord, I thank you. Oh, angels are with me. Yes. I thank you that you've made angels aware. Uh, you have made me aware of angels. Thank you for the angelic assistance. Oh, thank you, Father, that you sent them, you created them just for me to go through this life in ease. You see, when you make something a prayer point, you make yourself aware of it. That is why you're finding the, uh, uh, whoever wrote Psalms 103 is praising God on behalf of angels. In his praise of God, he starts telling angels to also praise him. Praise the Lord, you his angels that excel in strength, that do his command, hearkening to the voice of his word. He's talking about himself. He's praising the angels, telling the angels to praise God. It means he knows them. It is not just a chant. He's aware. When you start praising God and you get into deep worship, it is okay to look crazy, but get results and glorify Jesus. Amen. Sometimes when you pray, you're on your knees, you lift your hands, you say, Father, I thank you for the grace you've given me to be before you even with the angels that are with me as we praise you. Now, 
your interaction, I'm just giving you spiritual wisdom. You are now starting to pray spiritually, being aware of spiritual beings that are also with you. The more you increase your awareness, the more you see. Can I say, is it okay for me to say this? Please. I promise yes. two minutes I'll be done. I promise. We are prophetic church, right? Amen. Yes. Wave your hands if you believe this. Do you believe scripture? Yes. When I met Elijah, he told me this, he told me, many think that spiritual things, because they can't see it, it means it's immaterial. That is not true. The more aware you are, the tangible it becomes. Somebody will say, oh no, he's boasting. No, no, no. You, 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 didn't Elijah visit Jesus? Didn't Moses visit Jesus? Is it not throughout your scripture? You see, because you don't know these things, the Bible calls it the spirits of just men made perfect. You are not only, one day this I will teach maybe for prophetic school. Amen. You are not just called to enjoy the Holy Spirit. You are called to enjoy the company of angels and even the company of the saints that are in heaven. Amen. This is in your scriptures. I'm not telling you something. The spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophet. If you are a born prophet, for real, for real, for real, uh, the OGs will come. Whoever you are supposed to do what is in line with them, they will come, they will teach you some things. I was, I was uh, before I started writing, working on books, I was in my father's house, I was with, uh, with my brother, Prophet EJ. And we were, uh, when I, had, I arrived a day before him and Prophet EJ was coming the next day. I'm in Papa's house, I'm in his guest room. I lay down because the flight was long. I I just slept. When I slept, somebody walked in the room. I opened my eyes. Ancient looking man, nice. Their robes are like made of light. It's very incredible how these things look. He tapped me like this. I, I woke up. I checked myself to see if I was in a vision. I realized that this is not vision, it's life. He sat on the side of the bed and he told me, I am, should I tell yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. He's, he was one of the few prophets that was actually a scribe. Huh? No. Huh? It's okay, I'll leave it there. He sat down with me. No, he sat down with me. And he started telling me about how God spoke to him and how he started putting things down. I have never, from up to that day, I had never opened a chapter of that book to read. I had never opened that book to read. I had never read a chapter of it. But he sat down with me after he was done. I know that book from verse to verse, cover to cover. I had never, ever, ever opened it. 
He sat down with me, we spoke and we spoke and we spoke. And then he told me, I will come back at another appointed time. And when I come, I will open up something for you that is in the heavens. It's called the book of the prophets, the book of the scribes. That's what he told me. And then he got up and then he walked out. When he walked out, I sat on my bed. I was shook. Then a few minutes, Papa comes in. Are you okay? I said, ah, your house is deep. <laughs> there was a time before we, we, um, we worked on getting the building. In the middle of a live stream, Abraham appeared to me in the li- middle of the living room. And he told me, it's time to acquire the work of God. And I am giving you the grace for what you need for the next thing. And then he left after speaking to me. Prophet Iche comes to visit me. He goes to the same couch where I was sitting when he appeared to me. He falls asleep. When he falls asleep, Father Abraham appears to him. He tells him, go tell your brother to pray for you so that he can give you what I gave him. I can't give it to you directly. Go to him first. He wakes up, he says, I just saw Papa Abraham. He told me to come to you. Why didn't you tell me? (laughs) Walking in the spirit is sweet. The most beautiful experience. Be aware of angels. Incorporate angels in your prayer. When you talk to God, oh, Father, thank you that when I left the house today, Your mighty hand was upon me. And your angels walked with me. Start sprinkling them in there. They'll be like, wow, this guy's aware of us. Oh, man. And the more you are aware, the more what? Tangible. Number two. Number two. Clean up your life. To the best of your ability. Pray that one of the seven spirits of God, one of them is the fear of the Lord. The spirit of the fear of the Lord will be in you. Because that is what will make them settle. Not just come and go. If you have the fear of God, they will encamp. It means they will call their cousins, their sisters, their, they will encamp, they will surround you, they will live there, they will pitch a tent. Amen. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. You can never get any of these things unless you are intentional. out things that you don't need to take out. Try to please God with all your actions. Resist temptation as much as you can. Sometimes you stumble, pick yourself up, ask God for grace and God will assist you. But try to clean up as much as you can. Don't try to do what others are doing. Do you. Don't compare yourself to other people. Your journey is not their journey. Amen. Your work is not their work. It's your own work. Number three. 
get rid of idle conversations. Not just with people, but even with yourself. Not just with people, but even with who? Yourself. Not just with people, even yourself. Every thought you have is a voice in the spirit. Somebody can hear it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because thoughts is the language of the spirit. They don't have vocal cords there like we do here that you need to make a sound to communicate. No. For I know the thoughts I have concerning you. That is how you have evil thoughts is because a spirit can inspire you. He projects his thoughts to you. And sees what you will respond. Because he's talking to you. When Peter went to Jesus and said, You shall not die. How can you say you're going to die on the cross? He went to Jesus and said, Jesus, stop saying you're going to die. You're not going to die like that. Jesus said, Walk thee behind me, Satan. Jesus knew who was talking. He knew this were not Peter's thoughts. Because remember the same Peter said, you are the son of the living God. If you are the son of the living God, what did he come to do? To die, right? Here he is all of a sudden, all that is out of the window. You will not die. Stop talking. Don't even have idle words to yourself. I will not make it. Amen. When you speak negatively to yourself, there's a, there's a Japanese proverb that I love. It says, don't speak negative about yourself because the inner warrior can hear you. You know, somebody who loves combat sports, I love combat sports big time. And one of the biggest things is self-belief. You can't doubt yourself. Some people break when things get hard. But somebody who has toughened himself within, even if physically they're not doing well, eventually the person who's dishing out punishment will get tired. And when they get tired, because you are so much stronger inside, your physical man also gets strength. This is why when you go to the gym, I always use this song. You don't go in the gym and lift with, unbreak my heart. Say you. That would be the hardest rep of your life. Turn down for what? <laughs> Immediately the energy will be too much. Because there is something within you that is responding. So imagine idle words affect you. Some of you, your problems are not even big. You made them big because you talk to yourself. Amen. Yeah, if you really sit down and and consider the whole thing, 
you realize that, man, I made this thing bigger than... I'm just... Every time Bishop JT comes and says, so we talk after... Dang, how do you make this thing so simple? Because calm down, breathe, look at it for what it is. You realize that these things are not big. Cut out idols talking to yourself because... Not only you are listening, angels are also listening to you. Yes. So good. And God also is monitoring you. This seventh month, the reason why you will accomplish much is because the angelic doors will be open to you. Amen. See. It is the will of God for you to experience acceleration. Yes. Speed to the glory of God. Amen. As you stand right now, as you stand and we are about to pray, make a serious a very, very, very serious decision to walk with God in the way He has ordained for you. We talk about the Holy Spirit as we should. That is God. But let's not just choose what sounds good. Let us choose what He has chosen for us. If God says this is for us, who am I to say it is not? Do we know better than him? We don't know better than the Lord. He knows what is best for us. So as we mature ourselves up and begin to decide, Father, yep, I want what you have for me. Yes, Lord, I, I, I want that. Let me tell you, the miracles that will attack you this month. I feel like this I receives are too small. See. It is time for you to know how easy. Jesus said, take my yoke unto you, unto you upon yourself. For it is easy. Jesus knew what he was saying. But you hear every Christian who took the yoke that Jesus has. They say, it's hard to be a Christian. Demons are fighting you. Yet Jesus never struggled with demons. Jesus never struggled with destiny. He said, take my yoke upon you. But we have made Christianity about struggle, persecution. Yes, but that's not the whole picture. The story is you, it is difficult Jesus steps in, yes. it becomes easy. Yes. It's Tell not Jesus story. steps in and everything becomes even worse. Tell the whole story. Something is off. Am I right, Apostle? You're right. It, it's off. Jesus is saying it's easy. You're saying no, following Jesus. Mm. I want you to pray sincerely before God. Speak to him and tell him, Father, 
I thank you for the ministry of angels. Now I know you've been protecting me and keeping me by your angels. I know that you've been watching over me by your angels. Lord, I thank you for the angelic ministry that you thought of me. You saw it fit for me to be kept, to be watched over by them. Father, you know what is best for me. And today I know that I am heavily defended and heavenly protected. Lift up your voice and pray. Thanks for joining us. We trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teachings. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovi.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on Giving. Revelation Church is located in Simi Valley, California and has prophetic service every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, Shalom.